0: fantastic so i wanted to say first of all uh thank you for wearing my pin during your uh your keynote that was an unexpected surprise and it also blew up my phone so that was a uh that was also an unexpected surprise but uh yeah i think uh this year's conference uh people really got back in the swing of things so i was not at the previous year i had some family health issues so it had been like three and a half years for me this is my fourth in-person conference i guess sixth in general um, but uh, the general feedback from the community has been a groundswell of positivity. People were excited that it was uh, put back at three days. And also, I think the opening keynote and starting on such a high note really did a lot to dispel a lot of the sort of popular myths about where Tableau is currently. Uh, not the least of which is concern that Tableau conference is going away, which was uh, clearly addressed by you and Mark even leading into it. Uh, as well as the fact that uh, Tableau is not strictly uh, going to be a Salesforce module, that uh, Tableau is a standalone BI analytics tool. Uh, the future is as robust as ever. Um, but having said that, people still have a lot of questions, and that's not a surprise to you. You did uh, that Tableau to the core session on uh, the final day of the conference, which I think was a great idea. So I want to ask you, first of all, um, I know you've been with Salesforce for like nearly 17 years at this point, so you've worked in varying capacities up through there. Um, What is it like your first time sort of uh, running the show and sort of being uh, being on the key stage as the big player at the conference?
1: Yeah. Um, And by the way, thanks for the pin, because, you know, after I got your pin, then I had a bunch of other people bringing me pins. So now I have a whole collection of them, uh, which I'll continue to build at the next conference. But, um, you know, I would say. I think the the fortunate thing or sort of the, I, I feel lucky because I was already in the role of talking to customers and being in our distribution organization for almost two years prior to stepping into this new role. And I would say, you know, the first feeling, of course, is this opportunity to basically just be express gratitude and and, you know, really excited to be part of this. And I say that because I think, you know, of course, we have amazing customers and we have amazing employees and we also have an amazing community. And I think you know, the ability to connect with the community. And I know that there's a lot of feedback that we are going to receive and we've received and we'll continue to, you know, partner with the community, as I mentioned in the last time we spoke, I just think it's a, it's a very exciting time, right? It's an exciting time to be part of data and analytics because it's so mission critical, not only to everyone's business, like it's always been, but also in this environment, the macro environment, it's even more important, um, And so, you know, I think the future is super bright for Tableau. And I think as part of Salesforce, it will, of course, um, have multiple horizons in terms of, yes, we're always going to be Tableau. We're always going to have our community. And we want to, as I said before, bring life into that, Um, you know, but it's uh, yeah. So it felt great, to be honest with you. And it was I had a really, really I felt sort of meaningful experience at the conference, um, and I was at the conference last year, but it just kind of got a lot better for me this year, um, mainly because I had a chance to talk to people in a different capacity and really listen. Um, also, you know, of course, get some hard feedback, like always, you always want to hear what's happening. You don't want to just hear the the positive things. You want to hear what's not working and what could be improved, like, for example, more food um, and reservations uh, for, you know, uh, various sessions and things like that. So in fact, I think um, it was Sarah Bartlett who sem- sent me some great feedback that she had collected from folks across across the um, the community. And so, look, I think my um, what I'm really focused on right now is listening, but but also listening intently for what are the things that just we can take action on pretty quickly um, and really help our customers. Right? And ultimately, it's about people who are using tableau also with tableau public i've been spending some time out there i created my profile i haven't yet published a viz but i'm working on it i promise it won't be as amazing as the iron viz um but uh you know we've got to start somewhere so but that's that's kind of how i view this is it's a i'm on a journey you know in fact i'm here with our product organization today and our engineering teams and i brought them together um and we're really just talking through kind of where we are and where we're going to focus and it's a you know not to sound funny, but just like for the keynote, it was a new day for data. Well, it's also a new day for Tableau. I I don't disagree. And
0: I think Tableau is communicating really well right now. So I think maybe in the past year, year and a half, two years, I mean, obviously there's been a lot of changes organizationally with Salesforce, but also we've all been through COVID, like the world's been through a lot of shakeups. So it's not unexpected that some wires can get crossed during all that. And I think that You know, once sort of we had some of these keynotes, we had some of these listening sessions, um, I think once we started hearing back about what Tableau is actively up to right now, I think a lot when I speak of the community, I recognize that your user base as a whole isn't like the community. We're sort of the most enthusiastic. And obviously, uh, if we're going to get super ugly, we're influencers. Um, So that that has, you know, ups and downs in the sense that, yeah, we're super promoters, but also if we get whiny, it can get super toxic. And uh, sometimes it can spiral, especially if people don't actually know why they're complaining, right? But I think uh, with a lot of the communications coming out right now, a lot of the direction where things are headed is more clear. I think there's some stuff we still have some question on questions on. So yeah. I have up on my screen right now several questions that people asked when I said, "Hey, you know, call for questions for Ryan." And I think a lot of these questions are, you know, during some of the keynotes and stuff, there was a lot of features that would be you know maybe um cloud first or cloud specific or some things will be available on Tableau public first and so that so some of the rollouts i think are maybe like not unclear but like um at least from maybe the public's perception uh unexpected where they might be next and i i think uh really it's that's one of the big concerns but the biggest concern and i hear this from people um I heard rumblings in my own organization, though we're not actively at risk. But uh, I have people on this thread here who their organizations recently flopped from Tableau to Power BI. Um, so mm. it's Power BI, obviously, and the Gardner and Magic Quadrant being the strongest competition for Tableau. Uh, and a lot of that competition seems to be happening. And this is this is my amateur analysis. So, you know, you're the CEO here. Uh, I'm a guy that has a microphone but a lot of that competition seems to be Mike, Microsoft pricing it as part of their overall stack. Like, we're going to sell you all the stuff. We're throw in Power BI. It feels like it's free. I mean, we all know that it's difficult to use. And in fact, I recently shared a link of two Power BI experts that are, you know, widely known on YouTube saying, how do you learn how to code in like our key programming language easily? You don't. It's very difficult. Uh, whereas with Tableau, you can fire it up and generate charts immediately. So I think one of the big concerns is people wanting to know, like, how do you help them push back and and justify, like, this is why we need to be a Tableau shop?
1: Yeah, um, well, you know, I think there, when I look at this, I think about like the core and the foundation of Tableau, which has always been around self-service analytics and really trying to help the user do more. And I think that you know that is what we will continue to focus on. I think where we will, of course, also focus as being part of Salesforce is how do we help drive the same sort of love for the product um, that the user and the self-service analytics and the analysts obviously all have, and and also bring that to the business user, which is why we launched Tableau GPT and Tableau Pulse, you know, uh, now two weeks ago. Um, and and so when I look at it, I think you know there are many reasons. And I I look at it as kind of like, I I think about Salesforce and Tableau and sort of our, I call it like the Salesforce and Tableau advantage. And one of those key reasons ultimately is is the community. Like you have, and you've all created this unbelievable environment of people who want to help. And even, you know, when I think about, you mentioned that I saw the thing you posted, I think that was on DAX or something in terms of ease of use. We we thrive on being an ease of use environment, not just for Tableau, but also for Salesforce. In fact, we have you know products across the board that have always been focused on trying to make it easier, trying to help people be more productive, trying to help people get more things done. And ultimately, that ties back to helping our customers do more and connect with their customers. It's like at the core of what we do. When I think about um, where that could go, I think... I saw actually, I think was it Will Sutton that put a post out. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before around something around prep and public. Fascinating. I, I shared that right, and I think this is the type of listening that we all need to be doing right now inside of the, in the tableau business. Because those are all really good, you know, are we going to do those things? Um, I won't comment on those yet since I'm only, you know, what am I, three weeks into this role. But that is the type of thinking we need to do. And I think, you know, I spent like an hour and a half or maybe an hour yesterday going through Tableau Public and really trying to understand it further, not just my own signing up for it, but also there's just some amazing content out there. Um, And I know there's some mistakes we've made along the way in terms of, you know, as we migrated things over to different Salesforce systems and things like that. And those are all things that, you know, again, I'll say right now, and and I'll probably have to say it again is at times we make mistakes. Um, But I think what's important for any organization and especially what I'm focused on driving here is making sure that we're listening and adjusting as we go. Um, But I continue to, you know, we are continuing to invest in what I'll call the Tableau base, the Tableau core. Um, We will continue to do that. That's, that's why I'm doing this meeting today. I won't tell you all the things that we're doing quite yet. I'll have to reveal that in a, in a future date when I'm a little further beyond. But we have a lot of really great things coming that I think the community and uh, the people who I would call the user, the self-service user, you know, the people who really started and helped us to, to get Tableau to where it is, they will be things that make them happy. And I, and be aware, right, I did see the feedback as well in some cases that, hey, there was a lot of feedback around, you um, you know, focusing on the business user and that's great, but what about the analyst? I continue to see that we have to serve both. Um, It's not easy, uh, especially in a world that's moving quickly uh, with generative AI and GPT. And, you know, so we, there's really, as I said, it's an exciting time to be in this business, but it's also a challenging time because the world's changing so quickly. Um, As I think about that though, that's how we can leverage a lot of what Salesforce has already been doing. You know, if I go back to, like the GPT thing we announced with Tableau GPT a couple of weeks ago. Well, prior to that, we had launched Einstein GPT and Slack GPT. And in fact, Salesforce has been working on really um, AI for, you know, years, right? Back when we, I know we've had a few acquisitions, um, we had, you know, Einstein and things like that. And so AI is core to what we do. We are an AI, you know, The number one AI CRM, and that will be true with our analytics business, and we will make that uh, a key part of what we do going forward, and it's not just for business users, it's also for analysts, so how do we make the analyst's life easier, Um, and that's what we're going to always be focused on is how do we make you more successful.
0: I was actually, uh, I was at Drive Conference in 2018 and Vala Ashfar uh, of Salesforce was the speaker. And I remember at the time, Salesforce was buying a billions of dollars worth of AI products and everyone was wondering where this was going at the time. And now, obviously, we're seeing a lot of the fruit of that uh, sort of come to market, both at Salesforce and sort of across the board right now. Uh, AI is obviously uh, one of the elephants in the room in terms of where everything's going and it's one of the biggest disruptors globally of everything right now. Um, so, I mean, I, I just got packed to just ask me if I was interested in writing a tableau and chat GPT book the other day. And I'm like, how, like by the time you're done writing it, it's already irrelevant. Like everything is cycling so quickly. GPT four came out and made a previous chat GPT look like child's play. So I, I mean, I've been experimenting with chat GPT to, uh, rewrite Tableau calculations or how would I do this or add documentation to that. So like the bounds of which what you can do with it technically is impressive. But um, I think what you're talking about, self-service AI and everything between a lot of what you're talking about with like Tableau GPT, as well as um, even gestures, like while gestures isn't AI specific, a lot of these things are focused on sort of bringing AI to the masses. And I think gestures is something that is definitely going to move units. People are going to look at that, be impressed and want to be part of it. I think understanding like the who the user base is for that, like it seems like it's more of a self-service audience and understanding for things like gestures as well as sort of the AI and cloud moves that are currently going on. Uh, what additional type of data modeling is requisite as part of that? Mm-hmm. Like is a uh, Tableau Public going to be, I mean, not Tableau Public, sorry, Tableau Prep going to become a more integral part of the product uh, versus sort of a separate module that you have to tack on? I mean, at my shop, we're uh, an Ultrix shop currently, so we use uh, that for our ETL and stuff. But perhaps the more AI that's needed and the more data modeling that is required, uh, we're going to be see, see more of that. I'm speculating and I'm rambling, and that's not a question, but I'm saying I think it's an exciting uh, yeah. time with a lot of potential.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, your AI is only as good as your data right? And so I think not to answer your question directly, because to be fair, I don't have the answer yet, but I, I'm, I think prep is a continual and critical part of the Tableau business. And so you can imagine that in a world, you know, and also, of course, data cloud, right? When we think about data cloud is for any data, of course, your customer data. But as we continue to think about, you have to have good data to have AI that's meaningful and allows you to actually make things easier for your users, for your customers. And so you know, I'll, I'll leave it at that, but you can bet that this is a critical area for us to focus on. Sure. So
0: among the other questions we've got, uh, someone named Brittany who I definitely don't work with and wasn't one of the iron v- Viz uh finalists, wants to know when iron viz is going to be on YouTube. Um, so last yeah, year um, had a lot of views, uh, when, when can her grandma see it essentially is what she's
1: asking. I believe literally it is. I think I can post it right after we get off the phone here. So um, it was on Salesforce Plus, and I think, I, I don't know if it's actually on YouTube or not, but we will get it posted here shortly for everyone to take advantage of.
0: Fantastic. Also, this is a side note. This is not a personal knock, but I know a lot of people are disappointed that more of the sessions weren't recorded this year. I know a lot of the presenters are being encouraged to record them separately for Salesforce Plus, but I think the deadline for that is a tight turnaround. I do think the upside is with the community sort of being as passionate as they are, a lot of people are going for it anyway. So, uh, they're they may be showing up on YouTube, but the content will be there. Um, so, um, I think, uh, be aware of that and make sure, uh, people tag, uh, Tableau and Salesforce and your stuff when you put it out there to make sure it's getting a wider uh, breadth of viewership.
1: And I, I did see that. I saw also, you know, I mentioned the thing about, you know, reservations and more seating and kind of, you know, data village and day three. And and I think we have to take all of this and then think about, you know, how do we make sure that uh, San Diego is as impactful as we can make it? Um, some things we can do, some things, th- there may be reasons. And I think my goal is to explain the why once we get to communicating that detail. Um, if we're not going to do something, why are we not going to do it is really important to me. I think that's come across loud and clear. I think the, um, you know, there'll be I think hopefully San Diego will give us an opportunity to continue to evolve the Tableau Conference um, into you know where it goes from here. And I think if I go from last year to this year, I think we made big improvements and let's continue to make big improvements and getting your feedback, which you're already doing a great job of, I think is is critical to that. So I, I want to just thank everyone who's sent in feedback and it's coming, you know, private channels, public channels. Um, feedback's always, always a, a gift, in my opinion. Fantastic. So I think that I I think it's early for one of the
0: questions on here. I see Tim asking what changes can we expect to see at TC 24? I'm not going to speak for Ryan, but I will say we're about a week and a half out. It's probably early to plan some of those. I know some things like day three, like you were saying, Ryan, like day three wasn't like a fully formed day three this year in the sense that data village was closed, but there were definitely sessions and they were high quality sessions like these, these, some of the best was saved for last. Now, I mean mind you, um, with the reservation system, if you're borderline criminal like I am and just take a headset from a neighboring station and change the channel, that's not a problem. But not everyone's as sociopathic as I am. So, you know, uh, for all of you law abiding citizens, uh, you know, next year, hopefully things will go more smoothly. But if you're like me, you know, that's not going to stop you.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I don't know that we're obviously ready to comment on the details about a year away from now, but I think what you should continue to look for, right? We've got Dreamforce, which will happen. And I know it's a it's a, a different event than Tableau Conference, but I think to the extent we can bring more news and more information, and that'll be a great time for Salesforce uh, holistically to talk about, of course, things like Tableau, what we're doing, obviously, for the analyst, as well as for what I'll call the CRM buyer, um, as well as things like data cloud, which I think relates to some of the other questions you talked about. Um, because again, data is critical to sort of the the future and that's obviously going to drive more focus on GPT and the ability to take advantage of that. Um, as well, right. You'll see, I think one of the things I'm, I'm trying to really gather feedback on is ultimately like you tell us like, what should we be focused on? This is important. Um, you know, and that even comes down to the, to the events, like the type of events I saw some, I won't go through all the feedback that I've, that I've read. There's been a lot of it, but like the way that we do certain events um, for Tableau, you know, maybe there's some things we should think about and experiment with. And, and any of that feedback you have, you know, obviously we've heard it about food or reservations, but other things that, um, you know, I'm really focused on how do we bring the community together with customers um, to really have more engaging dialogue so people can learn from one another. That's really what these events are about, is to connect people, inspire them, motivate them. And that's really one of the key differentiators that I think Tableau has that will continue to be uh, something we focus on and invest in. I know I've had people
0: tag me regarding my presentation. So I've I've had people I've never met before that have tagged me. I had people that reached out to me there. Um, and I also see there's a lot of opportunity for us to cross-pollinate with sort of the Salesforce community. So obviously, they've got their own user groups. And with Salesforce wanting to become more, you know, analytical, especially with these groups and more people, you know, adopting Tableau, um, you have a whole base of, you know, tug leaders, ambassadors, visionaries, all of us who already like to talk quite a bit. So, um, if there is uh, anyone out there in the Salesforce side that wants people to come and speak at your Salesforce user group, you you are like lousy with talent. So we are more than happy to jump in. Like yeah. we're very evangelical about this. We would love to talk uh, endlessly about how uh, how awesome Tableau is and what it can do
1: for you. Yeah and I saw, actually saw you you reminded me of I think of the DC user group I saw was getting together recently. I think the more of those I'd also love feedback on should we be doing more of these user groups or what you know what are the things that are are inspiring and, and really provide an opportunity for folks to get together. Um there's there's a lot of demand for for the community to to come out and also spend time with customers so I think when I think about user groups or, you know, call them the mini TCs, I know we're also trying to do Tableau Conference to Use, which is really bring some of the things that we've shown out to our, um, out to our customers to, to give them some of that innovation if they weren't able to travel. Um, so I think just more on that would be helpful, right? And that's really, um, now I'm asking you questions and asking you for feedback.
0: I I think that's a great idea. Actually, that's not dissimilar to an idea I'm currently working on uh, with some people in Cincinnati. So uh, there's obviously a big uh, Tableau-centric community there. Uh, There was, uh, right before COVID, going to be a very big event, and it never happened. Um, So now we're talking about maybe Offset from Tableau Conference somewhere around uh, fall, trying to recreate some off you know, off time uh, tableau speaking and stuff, because there's a lot of people out there that, you know, didn't get to see the conference or there's a lot of content they're missing out on throughout the year. So having a bunch of people that are sort of geocentric or uh, willing to travel a little bit, pulling them together for a fan conference, not unlike the uh, Salesforce community does. And I realize I'm spoiling this. uh, So all my (laughs) friends that know we're working on this, uh, I have not named names yet. I just said where you live. That's not going to make it that hard to figure out. It's fine.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's what you do on these things, right?
0: I mean, uh, for some reason, pe- people are willing to listen to this, so that's on them. Like uh, I'm just spilling the beans here. Although to be fair, I uh, I want to say that uh, both you, Mark, uh, no one at Salesforce or Tableau has told me uh, you can say this, you can't say that. No one has asked for rough cuts or anything. So uh, that's what that's. I wanted people to know that everyone's being totally cool about all this. So you're you're taking the chance coming here, and uh, thanks for rolling the dice with me.
1: Of course. And look, I think um, I'd be happy to continue to do this type of thing going forward if it's useful for people. I think, again, there's an opportunity to communicate. um, And that's really my goal is to communicate, uh, explain what's happening, give you a vision into where the roadmap is going, etc. Of course, we'll be communicating that across the board. But if if this is another helpful way for folks, happy to do it.
0: Uh, I absolutely think it is. I think uh, for three weeks on, you seem uh, very calm and poised, like everything's been building to this for you. So I think you're in the right place at the right time. I think you've got a really talented team. And uh, between you and me, I have a lot of friends that work at Tableau that maybe over the past few years have felt unsure about current direction and the even the internal buzz I hear now is uh more positive and more uh forward-looking I know this year started off weird like that's the whole reason you and Mark came on before and obviously mark got to talk a lot more because it's mark we're like we're not gonna we're not gonna interrupt him too much right
1: I you know it's uh it's great to have him on here too and who knows maybe we can ask him to join us again uh that
0: would be an absolute delight so uh <laughs> before we wrap this up I know we're coming to the end of our time is uh is there anything you want to shout out promote uh I think we all know where to find you but uh, if they if they, people want to reach out to you, give you feedback, give you a slap on the back, uh, send more pins your way to ruin your nice suit jackets, uh, what would they do?
1: Oh, wow. Um, look, I, I really do meaningfully appreciate the feedback. And I think we're going to continue to absorb that, whether it's coming through email. Um, you know, I think. We will continue to communicate some of the things that we're working on. It's just, I need a bit more time, obviously, as as I wrap my arms around all the things that are being done. And there's actually a ton of work being done across our product and engineering teams. Um, we have a number of great events coming up as well. We have our connections event where you're going to see, you know, I don't want to give anything away. You're going to see some great things there as well. Um, that's coming up. And then I think, you know, what I would say is really just continue to, to bring us information. Um, I think the comments around prep are super valuable i think the comments around you know um when i think about tableau gpt and tableau pulse it was great to hear the feedback on those from the event there's always going to be things we can do better um i think one of the key things i want to focus on already for next year is also the analyst side of things which is how are we making your lives easier that's a key part of of everyone's uh business right because the analysts are really the folks that continue to make a lot of our customers successful I do think that, you know, generative AI and GPT will continue to play a role in that as well. So trying to help define how does that change the role um, and and really make it even make the analysts kind of super powered is is an exciting topic that I think we can have future dialogue on.
0: Absolutely. Well, I look forward to seeing where that's going. Look forward to new features, new conversations,
1: and thank you for coming on again. Yeah, of course. Great to see you. And uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll talk soon, Zach.
0: I promise. So thanks again for hanging on to the end of the show. I really appreciate all of your listens. And until next time, this has been Zach Bowders for the Data Plus Love Network.